Forgot my camera. <laughs> hey there, my friends. This is Andy coming to you live from Orange County, California. It is Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And uh, yeah, we got a lot of stuff I'm going to be talking about today on this particular show. We're going to be talking about men needing to step up. We'll end with that particular part of the show. And we're going to be talking about how uh, this quite possibly might be the worst start of any administration in, in uh, our history. Even um, as a Polk, who, who was one of our worst presidents uh, besides Jimmy Carter? <laughs> there was another one. There was another one that didn't last about a couple months or something like that. I forget. I, sh I need to go back into my U.S. history and study the presidents again because because it really is interesting to go from what we had, which was uh, amazing, to uh, what we have now, just in the first <laughs> five or six days. Oh, my gosh. It, it, it's um, You got to just kind of laugh. I mean, I know it's devastating for so many people. So tens of thousands of people have lost jobs, if not hundreds of thousands. Uh, we have... Um, you know, just just chaos. I'm going to go over some of the stuff, and I and I just uh, I want to kind of bring it into uh, an uh, um, you know a place that allows conservative Christians, conservatives, conservative atheists, conservative people, um, uh, people that are maybe Democrats that now realize they made a mistake. <laughs> And get you to understand that it, 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 they are just they're just crazy. I mean, they, they've just literally have lost their mind. And so um, I'm hoping that I can in, in some way, the few people that may be moved by something that I have to say today um, will see what it's about. It has nothing to do with them loving America. It has nothing to do with caring uh, about Americans. And, uh, you know, it it really has to do with their their hatred and their desire for power and their desire to turn our country into something that it's not. And it's really is those three things. It has nothing to do with you, the American, you person sitting where you're at. They don't care. They don't care. And I'm going to demonstrate that hopefully on some level so that it just, I don't care who you are. <laughs> I mean, again, you can uh, just as a Christian, uh, you can go, you know, Paul can be a murderer who killed Christians can then be one of the most important Christians in the Bible. Right. Um, I don't care who you are. Uh, and I have arguments. I, I know from people from time to time on my Facebook page with liberals, Democrats, uh, Antifa lovers, BLM lovers all the time that they claim that I hate them or I hate people. I don't hate you. Uh, I hate the I hate the policies that you voted for. I hate the people that you voted for. But that doesn't mean I hate you. I, I'm hoping someday you'll come to your senses <laughs> and we can go out to dinner after lunch and go, wow, I was really crazy back then. I'm going to go, yeah, you are really crazy. You made um, some uh, really interesting decisions. And so um, as we go forward and my hope, again, is to kind of bring some things to your attention uh, so that you could kind of see. Uh, what I'm talking about. Hey, Amy, nice to see you. Love you. Thank you for your help on so many posts that you uh, uh, direct me to. Uh, it makes me look uh, a lot smarter than I actually am. Hey, Priscilla, nice to see you. And Priscilla saying hi to Amy. Outstanding. All right. So let me first, I'm going to bring, uh, I just posted this on my personal page. And those of you that don't follow me on my personal page, you may be watching on YouTube or Twitter or something like that, which is perfectly fantastic. I love that. Hey, hey Robert, nice to see you. Nice talking to you yesterday. Uh, so glad that we were finally able to do that. Uh, he still has his foot in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, but uh, let me go ahead and get rid of my um, uh, frame there. 
Oh, and just before I, I forget, up here, patriotcoms.org, patriotcoms.org. Go there, put your email address in there. Right now, there's not a lot going on. I just simply need you to put your information in there. And as we move forward with some of these projects, we, me and uh, B and Hedia and a few other people that we've uh, teamed up with, we're really trying to work out um, what is the best next step. And Hedia and I, especially, we're trying to decide which one of these opportunities we're gonna take advantage of or simply just go on our own. But we've handed a few, um, well not handed yet, we've been given um, some things to consider in our uh, future path. And so none of these things are gonna happen fast. I want them to happen fast, but I'm afraid because of how complex some of these things can be, how we're being um, you know, conservative Christians and conservatives, whether or not you're Christian are being pulled off of platforms. We just wanna make the right decision on what it is we do. So go to patriotcoms.org. That way, when we do make a decision, we can tell you where we're at because you never know when they're gonna pull me off um, at some point. I know, I've actually, there's a couple, po- can you believe this? There's a couple posts that I don't put up. Can you imagine? <laughs> what those posts are uh, over the last five days, six days or so I've actually typed out a couple of posts and then I'm, I'm getting ready to hit the button to, for them to be posted. And um, I actually stopped myself. So I'm going to let you imagine what those are, but um, those are the ones that I think, you know, I'm not ready to be pulled off yet. Let me, um, let me wait. But uh, some of you see some of my posts, if you're uh, following me on my, on a personal level. Um, and, uh, and in most cases, I, I do it to get a rise out of people uh, and it works. <laughs> By the way, uh, and Amy's saying hi. All right, so um, so I want to take you back a few years. I'm going to take you back, and I'm sorry that I have to do this, but I need to take you back to uh, uh, President Bill Clinton. That was even hard to say. Did you see me hesitate? <laughs> yeah, <nah. clears throat> I can't find myself to say who the current president is. But right now, I'm going to take you back to Bill Clinton um uh, priscilla says she stops herself yeah uh, there are a few yeah i have a few uh, one in particular this morning actually two today that i typed all the way out um i got ready to send and i go ah, now nah, this for sure will get me pulled off of uh, the social platforms and i and i held back so i'm gonna take it back to bill clinton i'm gonna first have you listen to what he has to say all right i know you're gonna think you're listening to um um uh, uh, president trump but uh it's not it's <laughs> It's not, <laughs> strangely enough. All right, so I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to mute my mic, and then I'll push play. So you'll, you're, there's a little delay, and I just want to explain why you, you, you're you going to see this delay. All right, so hang on. Sorry, I, I'm having a panic attack that I didn't hit the right button. Let me bring it back up. I'm pretty sure I did not click the button that's necessary for you to hear what's going to be on this audio. And I hate it when I do that. But uh, I did do it, and hopefully I'm going to click on the right one this time. And I did it. Good. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and now bring this on. So sorry about that. I do that all the time. All right. So I'm going to mute my mic, and then we'll uh, play the video. All Americans not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before by cracking down on illegal hiring, 
by barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. In the budget I will present to you, we will try to do more to speed the deportation of illegal aliens who are arrested for crimes, to better identify illegal aliens in the workplace as recommended by the commission headed by former Congresswoman Barbara Jordan. We are a nation of immigrants, but we are also a nation of laws. It is wrong and ultimately self-defeating for a nation of immigrants to permit the kind of abuse of our immigration laws we have seen in recent years, and we must do more to stop it. Did you see lunatic um, uh, Maxine Waters there at the end, right in the middle? <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. You, oh, that's so great. We're going to deport illegal aliens, and we want law and order. Oh, yes. And then what is it? Just like uh, uh, you know, four or five months ago, we go disturb people. Go yell in their faces. Tell them they're horrible people tell them they're racist for wanting to deport people and so this is the very first clip i wanted to show you this is how i know and how you should know that nothing that they've done over the last five years in regard to our great president is is based on caring about you or america Back then, I could even say Bill Clinton actually sounded like he cared about American. He said he cared about the, the land of immigrants, immigrants. And then he pointed out that there were illegal immigrants who were criminals. Everything that Donald Trump said, but they called him a racist. Everything that Donald Trump said, but they said he was uh, 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 xenophobic and all these. Uh, I mean, they could go on that they want him impeached because of the things that he said. But uh, Bill Clinton just said all, all this. This is how we know that they could care less about Americans. Now, let's look at a couple other things here. Um, I, I, um, I'm going to bring up uh, and I'm, I'm not going to go through all of them. I mean, there's plenty, uh, but the show would be an hour long to go through all the all the the destruction that the, the current administration has put us through already. Uh, but let's go ahead and just bring up. Um, you know, the, the, the most obvious one, this is one he did within a couple hours, and that has to do with the, um, uh, hold on, sorry, I know, it should be easier to talk and, and push all these buttons at the same time, and um, and this has to do with the um, the Keystone XL pipeline. Now, you may not be able to see it. I, I thought I could bring it up a little bit uh, larger here. Hold on. Let me see it. Let's see, then that other thing gets bigger. Okay, so, um, right, it's the XL pipeline. Uh, on his first day in office, Joe Biden killed the Keystone XL pipeline. The controversial move was condemned by the United Association of Union Plumbers and Pipe Fitters. Now, down here, I'm going to go down to what McManus. Um, uh, McManus apparently is the president of the UA, and it said, why did McManus and the UA endorse Joe Biden for president last summer? In fact, not only did they endorse him, Biden's so-called record of standing with unions and creating jobs was given as the main reason for his endorsement. Now, again, this is this is the reason why I'm bringing this up and showing you is that 
He does not care. Everybody talks about how Joe Biden is a nice guy, how he's a, a, a Scranton Joe or whatever the other names that they give him and say he's such a nice guy. But he will sit there and smile at you and shake your hand and say, I'm for the unions. I'm for the worker. I'm for American jobs. I'm going to give you more jobs. Within an hour in the office, the same people that endorsed him, the UA union endorsed him. He went, screw you. Now I'm in office. F you and goodbye to your tens of thousands. hundred. And then you have the, uh, the prime minister of Canada. Yes. Vote Joe Biden. Canada's for Joe Biden. Canada loves Joe Biden. And screw you, Canada. <laughs> you. What did you think? I was actually going to follow through with what I told you. Did you think that that do you think I'm a nice guy? You actually, he said, do you think I'm a night, um, uh, night, um, nice guy? No. All right. So he said, has to read. No, this is, I, mean, I don't understand. And, and I still, I still have nitwits on my, on my page, right? That, that, that they get on and I love them by the way, because <laughs> they're the best because they, I, they, I swear there's a guy, his only job is to respond to my uh, Facebook post. <laughs> and he has no sense of humor and uh, Mark, and I can't remember, I don't know, civic or something like that. Anyway, he comes on. I don't know who this guy is. He sleeps in his mom's basement uh, and uh, you know, he eats off of uh, eats off of a hot, plate you know um and um it, you know it, i don't it, it's just this weird it's this weird thing that you you think that at some point right it, 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 i mean just look at those two things alone right this those two things alone when you have a union an american union a big union right this is the pipe Union, right? It's a UA, whatever it is, United American uh, Pipe Fitters, whatever it is. And then you have a country like Canada who says, yes, vote for Biden. You know, we want you. So, and then he completely just screws you. And yet they go, oh, no, that doesn't, it's just for a little while. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, you, you, these, are, these are the comments, right? Uh, it's, it's, you're, you're just being uh, hyperbolic. You're just being crazy. Um, and, you're thinking, <laughs> and you're going, but no. It's just temporary. They're only get, they'll find new jobs. They're just going to do something else. No, they've been, do you, what? <laughs> this is what they do. This is their livelihood. This is their business. They moved their families to areas where they could work on these jobs. They moved to work on these jobs. They don't care. I mean, he doesn't care about whether you moved your entire family to a certain area to do the job. It's just the craziest thing. And then just, you know, whenever Bill, when, when was Bill president? I forget. I don't even care. Um, but he's sitting there saying, we gotta, we got to deport all these illegal aliens. Uh, they're, they're criminals. Um, they're, we, we're, we're a land of immigrants, but illegal aliens, illegal aliens have no place in our country. Uh, as a matter of fact, we're going to increase uh, the number of uh, agents that are going to help deport these people out of our country. For God's sake, we're a, we're a land of laws, Bill Clinton says. And then they come in and go, Oh, uh, Joe, um, uh, uh, President Trump, you're you're a homophobe. You're a whatever. <laughs> has nothing to do with homophobe. <laughs> you're um, um, uh, a racist. You hate Mexicans. Um, and it's like, wait a minute, what? So that's one example. Um, 
Hey, Hedia, I love you. I think you and Mark uh, need to hug it out. I know. I told him. I, I mean, I, I, I pretty much don't want him to know where I live, actually. But <laughs> he's got an excessive. Uh, 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 he's got an, an, a problem, I think. Um, and so, oh, Mark is a fool. <laughs> I love him. Stop calling my lover a fool. He loves me. He he waits. He waits for me to post. I mean, his, his whole day is looking at his computer waiting. <laughs> Can you imagine that kind of life? <laughs> I, I, I don't look at even. I'm and sorry, Amy and uh, Priscilla. I I'm, I don't look at your Facebook pages very. I do, but it, it's like once in a while. He looks at my page every day. It is something to be to be admired, I guess. Uh, Joe Biden is not a nice guy. He's a thief and a liar. Anyone who's surprised by what he's doing to our country is an idiot. Absolutely. I mean, uh, this is, these are just the recent stuff. We can talk about plagiarism. We can talk about his uh, groping of children. We can talk about how he's never been on the right side of any uh, vote in the Senate or wherever else he's been in politics. That uh, he says that the smartest guy that he knows is um, his son, Hunter, the guy who's a crack addict, who's sniffing crack off a, a, a young person's butt, a naked butt, um, and took pictures of it. Um, and, and Biden thinks that that's the smartest guy that he knows. That 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 guy, the guy who took the computer with all the stuff on it and left it at the computer store. That guy is the smartest guy you know. Uh, we, we can point out all that, but just this. All right. So let me. I got. I've talked to you about the uh, the pipeline. It's going to take forever if I don't get through some of these things. Um, and so now let's look at this next thing. And so you know, you know, the women in our country. Um, I think uh, I, uh, you know a, a portion of the women, not of course good. Christian conservative women like Hedia um, did not uh, endorse Biden, but a, a large number of women did. Right. And they go, oh, he's we can't stand uh, President Trump. He's horrible. He tweets in the middle of the night and he says such bad things. He says to poor illegal aliens. That is really bad. So we're going to we're going to vote for the nice guy, um, um, uh, uh, Joe, and we're going to put him into power. And then the first <laughs> Uh, and again, I'm, I'm laughing not because it's a good thing. I'm just laughing uh, at like, wow, like this is so crazy. And I'm going to use I'm going to use an article from Newsweek. And this is actually a fact check um, page, a Newsweek or article on News, Newsweek. And this has to do with him uh, deciding that uh, men can compete with women in, in, in sports. <laughs> <laughs> just go. He got these women to go. Yes, Joe. He's a nice guy. What? Wait, wait, wait. What? And you got little girls, you know, going, "Mommy, vote for Biden." He's. A, you told me he's a nice guy, but now I'm. I'm having a race against the boy with a wig on. And you have this. You have this <laughs> Newsweek. You got this Newsweek article going. We're gonna fact check it. And now I'm going to bring you down. Of course, on, on any article, uh, you can't read the first two paragraphs because that's what they want you to think, right? The first paragraph or the first three sentences, they usually that's usually what they want you to hear because they know most people don't read the rest of the article. But I'm going to take you down to the bottom of, or, you know, a little bit further down in the article, right down here. Uh, and they're in the, they're so deceptive. I mean, just the press, Newsweek, Life, you know, whatever, NBC, ABC, CNN, whatever. It's just crazy. Um, right down here, and I don't know how far down it is, but it's about halfway down the article after you get past a couple of advertisements and some other pop up menus and things like that. And it says the order, and this is right here. It says the order does not explicitly, I'm going to highlight it here so maybe you can see it on your screen, 
but it says right here, the order does not, <laughs> let's listen to the way they worded this. The order does not explicitly address athletics in any great detail. What? The, <laughs> the only reference, the only reference is really the most important one. The only reference to br sports briefly mentioned that children should not should uh, children should be able to learn without worrying about whether they will be denied access to restrooms, the locker room or school sports. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> they should not be denied access to school sports. Does it need to be? <laughs> I, 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 oh, Newsweek and, and Newsweek said false that the that it <laughs> called the reference to whether or not the, the the bill or the executive order. I'm sorry, the executive order that he signed um, says that uh, boys dressed as girls or claiming that they're girls can play sport. They they said it's false, but yet in their own article. <laughs> In their own article, it says children should be able to learn without worrying about whether they will be denied, denied access to the restroom. So that means we can have boys in the girls restroom that as long as they say they're a girl um, to the locker room, they can go into the girls locker room as long as they say they're a girl and they can play in sports, school sports, as long as they say they're a girl. I, I'm not sure what's false about that. Did you? I don't understand what the Newsweek thought that, well, they needed to talk more about that. No, they needed to go into more detail. Why? When it's very clear that it says that they, they don't want children, boys, that claim they're girls. I mean, if you knew me and when I was a, a, a junior high and high school, I, I liked girls. <laughs> so, and I had long hair. And I might have said... Well, I kind of want to see, uh, I, I'm not going to say the girls. Yeah, there was a couple of girls I was interested in. Um, and I'd say, you know what, just for the day, what do I care? Um, I feel like a girl. <laughs> I'm going to go. I, and you can't deny them according to this thing based on what it says. And Newsweek wants to do, no, we need you to go into more detail, like how how big the penis is or uh, do they have any pubic hair? I, I don't know what it is. What more detail do you need? It says. It says what it says. And again, this is going on the basis of the of what I want to talk to you about is that this is how I know that they hate you. They don't care about America. They don't care about Americans. They don't care about American girls who have been playing sports all their lives to achieve something to get to get um, a scholarship to play soccer in a in a in a in a, in a well a liberal university probably but a university nonetheless but. Or to play professional sports, and it's just really kind of ridiculous that that this is even that this is even considered an issue. And the article goes in to talk about the Olympics is even doing this. The the colleges are even doing it. So it depends on the college what they decide. And you know what the colleges are going to decide? Of course, it just tell you're a girl. You're telling me you're a girl. Okay, you can you can play. Uh, and, and just the door that this opens up. Right, just the door that opens up is just a is a is um is crazy. So those are the things 
that I um, have somebody that keeps calling me that usually is on the show <laughs> that knows I'm on the show. Is that this is how these these three things just alone, and then of course there's more. We could talk about opening the borders and telling uh, the border patrol to release any uh, uh, illegal alien that's in custody to immediately release them. Right. The, <laughs> all right. Let, let me just go. I'm going to go on with one more. All right. So now Biden says he's going to he's going to put into place a travel ban. What? <laughs> you're the one who said the travel bans are bad, that those were racist to have travel bans. OK, so you're going to have a travel ban. OK, um, but you're, you're telling the Border Patrol to open the borders and release any uh, illegal alien that's in custody immediately release them into the country. Okay, uh, so these are the things. It's not, I mean, uh, oh, and then opening, Cal- Cal- suddenly California is starting to open. <laughs> They're saying that the cases are worse and it's going to get worse. This is Biden, of course. It's going to get worse. We're going to get up to 600,000 people dead. No, I thought you said you had the solution. I thought, I thought you said that you knew how to stop this thing. You just said you're going to add 200,000 more people to the death toll now that you're in power, but you said that you were going to come in and stop it. I forget what happened to that, but you're going to tell Gavin Newsom to open up the state. The reason you had him closing up the state is because you said it was horrible. You guys are just crazy. And then in the meantime, what I want you to do, open up the southern border, release anybody that's in custody. Do not deport them. I'm ordering you not to deport them and let, let them come into the country. This is how I know that this administration hates America, hates Americans, does not care about Americans. I mean, just on those four or five things, I forget how many things I mentioned uh, up to this point. So I just want you to take those things into consideration. And if you if you if you if you blindly believe that the Democrats care about you, we, of course, of course, you're wrong. I mean, we, we I mean, most of us have had some intelligence and common sense know that you are wrong. I mean, after all, they destroyed, uh, you know, mostly Democratic run cities for six months and, and did and, 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 and did not want the National Guard to come in. But 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 some lunatics at the at, at the at the Trump rally decided they, they wanted to go into the Capitol. And now all of a sudden it's an insurrection. We need the National Guard. We need people pepper sprayed. We need to shoot them with less lethal bullets. They need to be shot. They're crazy. But we couldn't do that uh, in Seattle or Oregon or uh, Minneapolis or wherever they were. Um, New York. None of that could happen uh, for the six months. You guys are got awful crazy. You guys are nuts. And us. So we're terrorists, of course, uh, the people that believe in not murdering babies, that believe in, you know, marriage, that believe in families. Um, we're terrorists, of course, to the Democrats because <laughs> we believe in God. Uh, and so suddenly we're we're terrorists. All right. So now let's get to the other part. Um, the, the first part, which is uh, men need to step up. Now, listen. Um, this isn't the, 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 the devotional show, um, but. Uh, I just want to read Ephesians 5.25, and that is, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. And I and I know that there's probably people that probably watch this or see this that, that aren't Bible readers, that aren't, you know, uh, Christians, what have you. It, it, it does not matter. In the Bible, just as a reference, it says that men need to treat their wives, and I would say women, as a church, as Christ loved the church, which means that Christ love the church. He died for the church, the church being the believers, the people in, uh, you know, that followed him, his followers. He gave his life for, he was tortured 
for the church. He was hung on a cross. He had nails pounded into his hands and pounded into his feet. He was beat for his church. Where are the men that will stand up for the women and children in our country? Where are they? I know Carl. I know Vinny. I know um, Robert. I know these men um, are those kind of men that will stand between the danger and their wives and their children and even women they don't even know. I know that Carl and I have, and I know Vinny will at the church. Um, Carl and I both being police officers uh, at different uh, the police departments. We, on a daily basis, stood between danger and other people. That That is what Ephesians 5.25 essentially is talking about. Now, I would be really scared if I started to get beat and, 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 and just like totally just tortured. I, I would not like that, but I would rather have it happen to me than my children. I would rather have that happen to me than my wife. I would rather have that happen to me than Amy, than, than Priscilla. I would stand there, not allow that happen to them. That is what I'm talking about. That doesn't make me a great guy. That just makes me understanding what, what the Bible is telling me to do. To love my wife, to love women as Christ loved the church. But where are those men? I mean, I, I see uh, all the time when I see the comments that I see from men, like, you don't understand the, the pandemic, the, the, the thing is going to kill you. Where's your mask? I can't believe that you're a super spreader. I, I, I don't understand. None of that really computes with me. I mean, I, I had a discussion with my children today. And one thing that I, you know, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I'm going to share this with you um, and uh, whether they're listening or not, uh, I'm not sure, but um it's interesting sometimes because we have these discussions and I think I've even had this discussion with Hedia more than a couple of times. And that is in the way that I discipline my kids and that, that I, that, and that they need to fear being in trouble. And people go, oh, your kids fear you. Well, I even tell them, I said, do you uh, like my, my daughter, um, she is, is afraid of spiders. And I, so I said, so when there's a spider and I, I'm sure she's probably around here listening right now, uh, if there's a spider in the room, you don't go in the spider. Now that is a different kind of fear. That is, you are uh, deathly afraid of the spider. Like you would never go up and give the spider a hug. No, I would not get, you know, never would I, you know, I'm afraid of the dark. Would you go? No, I would not. I always, uh, when we got out of the car the other day, she got on the, on the passenger side of the car. Cause I back into my driveway was darkness on the left side was light, right? And she said, dad, can you come around to the passenger side? Because I'm, I'm afraid to come out of the car, right? That, that is that kind of fear. When we're talking about fear being in trouble by me, it's because I will discipline them. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that they don't love me or hug me or, uh, um, you know, most of the time respect me, um, uh, will come into the house, you know, dad, where are you? And find me in the house, right? They, they don't go and look for a spider, but they will come in and look for me. All right, so there's this, this thing that really is important to understand. That 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 um, that that dad, that father needs to be the strength to know when to discipline and when to love and when to hug and when to feed and when to bring home the bacon, but also needs to have that strength to be there when they make a mistake to let them know they made a mistake. That same dad will be the guy that stands in the gap between the danger and and safety. And so I think it's really important. And so and the point I'm getting to is that they go, you know, I've seen other dads there. They don't do that. Why not? They don't act that way. They don't. What? Why not? That is their duty. I believe. Now, I could be wrong. Anybody let me know that I'm wrong, that, I, 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 that, that my children should not 
understand that. That when they see maybe other parents that don't do that, oh, they, they've never, I've never seen them get mad. <laughs> okay. Well, I, uh, I, I think that's a mistake. I think that's a mistake. What I want to bring to your attention now, and in, in, in this next step of, of, of where are the men, uh, there was a great message in a Gianna Jensen, Jessen. Gianna Jessen is a survivor of abortion. And I'm so sad that I have not heard of her before. And maybe she ran across my, I don't know, maybe, you know, something that I and just didn't, and didn't hit it. But she's an anti-abortion activist. She was she's actually a survivor of a, of a saline abortion attempt. And she survived as a baby the attempt of her being aborted. I, I put a video up of her speech in Australia um, in, when was that? I think it says here what year that was. 1991 somewhere like i don't know it was it, but it's a really good speech if you if you're if you know me personally go on that play if not uh, uh search your name i will try to put the link uh before i i, I sign off um of gianna Jens, jessup and so she was a survivor she has cerebral palsy and so she uh kind of shakes a little bit she has a little trouble walking that kind of stuff in her speech is as it, it looks like she has to really um kind of move around to get her speech to come out so that it's um you know articulate and stuff like that but she's amazing her, her speech is amazing she's fantastic her whole speech but i want you to hear what she has to say about men in particular and this is coming from a woman that was uh, uh aborted but survived the saline abortion where it basically fries the baby inside and out and then the, the, the mother gives birth to a dead body um, and they even had the option of giving the following through with a late term abortion. But for whatever reason, the person that was going to abort her, I, from what I remember from the story, was not available. And so and she ended up being born. Um, and then the mother gave her up for adoption. Uh, she went to a foster home. The, the first one was bad. The second one was fantastic. And um, and she had a, a you know, grew up um, with an adoptive mother. Her name was Diane DePaul. Um, and and then told her the story and then raised her uh, to be an amazing woman. Um, and so I want to play this one part. So I'm, I'm reading uh, a little bit about her story. That's how I'm able to, to kind of recite it to you. Uh, and so I'm going to bring her up here on this particular uh, part of her message where she begins to talk about men and it, you know, you know, I'm a little bit of a, a, a crybaby for the manliness that I just talked about. I can I can shed a tear from time to time. Um, but I want to share this with you because I think it's an important message for men to hear. And um, if you know any men, <laughs> um, you might want to have them listen to this part of uh, this particular message. I think it's really important. And um, so give me a second to uh, to bring it up and to make it the appropriate size so you can see it. And I'm going to mute, I'm going to mute my mic and have you listen to what Gianna has to say about men. I think it's super important. You have an opportunity, but for just a brief moment, I would like to speak directly to the men in this room and do something that is never done. Men, you are made for greatness. You are made to stand up and be men. You are made to defend women and children, not stand by and turn your head when you know murder is occurring and do nothing about it. 
You are not made to use women and leave us alone. You are made to be kind and great and gracious and strong and stand for something. Because men, listen to me. I am too tired to do your job. Women, you are not made for abuse. You are not made to sit and, and not know your worth and your value. You are made to be fought for forever. That's it. That's all I got. That, uh, that's powerful stuff right there, right? <clears throat> so listen to what she has to say. Where are the men? And, and I left that. I, I continued uh, the part where she talked about women. I think that was important too. Um, I've mentioned a few times that I was a family crimes detective, sex crimes detective. <clears throat> and there were uh, women from time to time who continued to choose, I think, don't hit me too hard with this, but I, I'm just telling you what my experience is that um, they they made unfortunate choices and become repeat victims far too often. That is not that is not your role. Um, and I know I shouldn't have to tell you that, but I'm telling you that I've I, I know what she's talking about. Uh, and so I'm just going to leave it at that. That's uh, that's for her to tell. I'm. I'm, I'm going to be speaking more to men to listen to what she has to say. I'm going to put the link for the entire uh, speech in here. Make sure and take the time to watch that speech. I think it's powerful. The entire speech is powerful. I've had men already comment to me saying that they, they cried and, uh, and it, and it hit them hard. So I'm so sad. I've not seen that, um, that before. I think it's an important video. So don't miss it. All right, my friends. I love you guys. I'm just going to leave you at that. That's how I wanted to finish and uh, have a great night. I will see you later. Take care. Love you. God bless. Bye.